0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Connecticut Show. This is Travis Poppleton. And this is Terrence Abney. And each week we take a new look at New England. Terrence and I are both relatively new, did not grow up here in New England. And each week we are giving our take. We're talking about things that we're seeing and comparing it to to maybe things that we've heard or maybe um, uh, ideas that have been floated out to us before
1: we moved here in Connecticut. Uh, We did get that passing grade new england knowledge so actually we should say this is not stuff that we've heard or seen this is stuff that we know now so 60 percent. hey if that's a if that's a scoring average if you, yeah it, it's pretty good or if that's your batting average you let's move back best if you, if you ever first of all
0: shout out to bomb 60 <laughs> <Bomba laughs> who let us in great music love you guys uh they give us their music in and out and um also
1: i wasn't trying to talk over y'all
0: no not yeah no but the the those of you driving on a sunday afternoon wanted to say hello to you as well and also to the podcast listeners but terrence we are assuming you are assuming that people listen to last episode where we did a, a quiz and on the quiz um you first of all scored better than i did what that no. that seemed like something very important to you and i wanted to just get that out there right get away get out of here i scored better <laughs> than you what was what was the scores uh, so now you're asking me to reach i think i got 60 and you got 64 oh
1: 67 you say- <laughs> huh? what would you say
0: <laughs> did you really get 67 oh i thought that's what, i thought you just said 64 i i think i got 60 i honestly don't remember i thought you got 64 i just know you did Seven. you did better than i did and and apparently seven percent better. The reason I thought sixty four though, who's I wasn't keeping count because what I do remember was that we said on average we hit sixty two percent, but now I'm wondering if we said on average we're sixty four percent correct.
1: You have to go back and look at that episode. All right. So
0: to your point, that's a passing grade. Yeah, that's a D though.
1: Except in South Carolina when I was younger, because sixty seven and below
0: was a D. In South Carolina, sixty-seven percent and below was a D. So if I got sixty-eight percent, I got a C minus. Is that correct?
1: Oh, excuse me, sixty-seven and below was an F. My oh, bad. so they
0: actually raised the
1: bar. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. yeah I mean, so in the way in my in my district at least, so So we we we're, we're we're running off bad out of lines here a little bit, but we're, we're not because if we got sixty-seven
0: percent, we failed, and you're saying we got a South passing Carolina. grade. Yeah, in South Carolina, we failed. Yes. Yeah,
1: sixty-seven. 75 was a C, so between 68 and 74 was a D, then 75 to 84 was a, hold on, I'm missing, yeah, 75 to 84 was a C, 85 to 92 was a B, and 93 above was an A. Were there no minuses? You, you know they did have the nerve to have minuses on. <laughs> I remember that. All right. When you so, get a B minus, you remember that. I can't believe this teacher gave me a B minus. We were floating Bug on a it. D minus.
0: So if you're listening to the show for the first time, that is our expertise coming to New England. Uh, we do try to Google when we can. Mostly we just have opinions, and uh, and we're giving you our our take. That's all we're doing. And if you disagree, please email us at info at connecticut.show, or give us a
1: call at a number that we don't know. Now that I think about it, South is really raising the bar of education. Yeah, no good on them. Leaving Connecticut
0: behind in smoke. Send us the email and say, hey, we wanna call in, and then we'll have you call in on the show. Yes, is somebody calling in right now? No, I was just about to read the number, but we pre-record, so it wouldn't have been especially helpful. Uh, And in fact, they probably just, they'd call into someone else's show (laughs)
1: <laughs> D- which would make it more awesome, but hey.
0: All right.
1: So what's what's going on this week, Terrence? Not much. I had a friend who went to this place, the worst place in the world, and watched the kite Festival. And I hung out in West Hartford for a bit. That uh, just a bit. It's it's episode nineteen.
0: We're we're pulling all the stops for episode twenty. So, we might be a little bit thin Wait, uh, material here. What's that? This is episode 20? No, this is episode 19. Oh. No, so like, we, I we don't have. It we we're don't doing have something special much. for episode 20. We wouldn't, I don't, I don't think we would even be here right now for episode 20. I love that you asked that question. Wait a minute. Is this episode 20 Where's all the glitter and fanfare? We're, we're not at episode no, 20. Yet. No
1: horns or anything, huh?
0: Nothing at all.
1: Beer, beer, beer.
0: Um, But you, you went and spent some time in West Hartford, which reminded me of the fact that just recently, so I am on the house hunt here in Connecticut, and I don't know if I'm staying in Connecticut. So sometimes it's in mass and sometimes it's in New York. No. But not, not too far. We can't do a New England show if you're in New York. We can. And here's why. So the place that I'm looking at in New York is up near Terrytown and sleepy hollow, which is that line. Like there's just this razor thin line between New York and Connecticut. And the drive back here is like, man, it's like a yawn. It's a yawn away. By the time you're done yawning, you're here at the studio.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: So the, I'm not looking in the city cause that's ridiculous and no one can afford in the city to be fair. Terrytown's not cheap, so the likelihood of me making it that far out is, is not, not that um, likely. But I think it also feeds into what we could talk about today, which is uh, the different neighborhoods here in Connecticut. And I know this is the Connecticut show, and I know we're supposed to talk more about New England, but for episode 19, I think we're going to stay here at home. Home? We're going to stay here at home here in the state of Connecticut. Oh, but also, if you're listening it's to this, you could pointed. be Connecticut, Rhode Island, or Massachusetts. We we consider all that home. Or, not not for the radio. I think that's as far as we go.
1: Oh, maybe maybe we skirt a little bit of New York, upstate, but I don't think so. That's not right. We gotta get out of New York and push it to Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. I will talk to someone at the studio. Come on, we just saw what was my man? What's it was? What's his name? We just saw the physical director.
0: We did. He didn't. He didn't seem like someone who was going to be able to boost the signal, though. As as respectable and as as knowledgeable as he looked, uh, unless there's a switch
1: back there that just these have? Yeah, volunteers the here, maybe. You gotta be. <laughs> if you don't know how to boost the signal, why are you even the physical operation of physical got, stuff at the radio station? I got nothing. Oh my goodness.
0: On the house hunt, possibly staying here in Connecticut. I get a, first of all, we should talk about prices here in New England. If you're coming to New England and you are thinking, oh, I'm going to go buy a home in New England. First of all, Terrence, what do you think the price would be? What is the average home price for all of New England? For all of New England, the average home price. And this is going to be just the worst data in the world because we have some of the richest cities and some of the poorest cities. So this this data is absolutely useless. But I'm curious what you think it is.
1: I will go on the hundred and say 375. three seventy five. Three hundred seventy five thousand to four hundred thousand dollars. Um, say that one more time. Three seventy five to what? Three seventy five to four hundred thousand. No.
0: Good try though. Um, I would have went a little higher. I probably would have said right around 450. The average is 550. Mm-hmm. Wow. But again, when we start talking a little bit later about Greenwich and Stanford, those are $20 million homes easy. And just because, and I think that speaks to where other people are living, to average out a $20 million home to bring it down to half a million, definitely talks about the disparate experiences for people living here in New England. Fair? It's super Fair. So this house um, was built in, goodness knows when, long time ago. Um, It was in a neighborhood where every one of the homes was this beautiful old mansion. One of the homes, if you've been to Anaheim, to Disneyland, in New Orleans Square, they have the Haunted Mansion. Right. There was a home that looked just like a replica of the New Orleans haunted mansion, not the Disney World haunted mansion, but the one in <laughs> there was that was some of the best, some of the best uh, drinking on air I've ever seen, Terrence. Um, next to it was it was another lovely home, looked kind of like the the Munsters mansion, you know, the old TV show. Yeah, yeah, um, and but those were those were kept up, and like all of the all of the houses in the area were just really lovely, really. Beautiful old picturesque homes, and then on that same street there was one that, in its former glory, would have been fine—not not just fine, would have would have really stood up. And in fact,
1: dwarfed them all.
0: No, it just would have been respectable, right? Oh. It would have it would have been able to hang with the with the crowd. The history of the house the the woman that lived there for some amount of time was one of the people. That uh, influenced the World Fair in in New York and Queens. Oh snap! Yeah, no, super cool. So a lot of history, beautiful mansion. So when you move in, the price was two hundred thousand dollars for the whole mansion, and, and we're talking like maybe
1: twelve rooms. So we are not getting the houses. What you're saying? Maybe thirteen uh, rooms. You <laughs> so got me all. You got me all happy. No, no, no. So
0: there's something, and I think it's called knob and post electricity knob and post I, I don't know if, if that's correct go ahead and google it so one of the first well no like when you first walk in it is clear that this house needs a lot of work but the bones are great like this is solid home the basement totally dry the attic totally dry the attic looked like when you watch like the movie little women and the whole attic is like its own little house that's what the attic was like and then there was a floor full of rooms that had its own kitchen. And then you come down to another floor with the big sweeping circular arcways. Just lovely. Except, first of all, did, did, did it come up as knob and post? Is that correct? Yes.
1: And what is that? It is. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Oh, oh, messed up. Oh, it is considered outdated and unsafe wiring. The insulation on the wiring can degrade over time, and it is. It was a standardized method of electrical wiring in buildings common in North America around 1880 to 1930s. So, it was a consisted of a single insulated copper conductor that ran within the wall or ceiling. Okay, it, it, this looks pretty dangerous. Yeah, so more or less, it's a bunch of wires running on the outside of some wood. <laughs> you got to see the picture.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah, this is exactly what it looked like, so I would I would say go ahead and Google, <laughs> Google it. So the first thing is we go to this light switch, and it's before I know anything about knob and whatever, right. uh, electric,
1: knob and tube, is that what it's called? Knob and post? Knob and tube, oh, this is knob and tube, maybe knob and post is something else. No,
0: I think I just had it wrong, knob and, I'd never heard of this before I came oh, yeah. in here. Uh, so it's knob and tube, that makes more sense. The light switch didn't look like a light switch. It looked like an um well like a knob. It looked like something that you would turn. And I was like, I have no idea how to use this light switch. And he's like, Look, you just push it in. And when he pushed it in, this other piece like clicked out and it was like, Whoa, this is it was like um it felt like the electricity was done in the same way the old operators. I just thought about this, so yeah, go ahead.
1: You said this house was old but beautiful.
0: Potentially beautiful. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, in its in its glory.
0: In its glory days, it would have been one of the the most expensive houses in New England, probably like that. It was it was upper. Someone paid a lot of money for that house.
1: i you know, I make this long story short. For some reason, now I'm surprised that it had electricity because you said I was just thinking it was just some defunct place for two hundred thousand dollars that we didn't get. Uh, no, it was no. It had. I mean, it had that. So what was that? 1840
0: that they were using that electricity yeah i'm not even sure that was the original electricity but maybe um and then as you went up the stairs it became a little more modern and you could see that they had rewired certain areas but not others um so we're talking to the agent and uh he's like look you're you might first of all first of all he asks are you paying cash outright for this and i was like god no probably not he said I said probably not because I had too much pride to just be like, no, I don't have to, I don't have two hundred thousand to throw at this house. And uh, he's like, Okay, so first of all, I don't think you're gonna get a loan for this. And I was like, why? And he's like, the electricity, um, knob and tube. tube, electricity, no bank is gonna fund you for that. So you would either have to come in and why wouldn't they fund you? Because it's so dangerous, the likelihood of oh. a fire. But what he also said it was look, it does look dangerous. What to he also again. said was it's not sense. that dangerous. He's like the problem is that people used to hang metal wires on it because it was outside, and of course that caused a lot of problems. And he's like, "Just don't do that. You should be okay, right?" That was his advice. Um, but here's the here's the real thing. First of all, beautiful home. And if you, it even crossed my mind like this is just what I'm gonna do for the next ten years is just room by room slowly take this house and rebuild it. That'll be fun. Cause it's a it was a two hundred thousand dollar house. The agent guessed two fifty easy to rebuild it. Like to actually. You know, refurbish it or whatever, but he's like, but once you're done, this is a easily a 1.5 million dollar home, but someone's got to do the work, right? But we go downstairs, and we, I, you and I have an Insta account that you don't know about because you're not on Insta, but we have the Connecticut Show Insta account, which anyone can follow, and then I personally have a, a, a Insta account called Halloween Place where I post all of my pictures of New England. And sometimes like spookier seasonal pictures, but, you know, generally fall pictures. I posted a picture of the basement. And the reason why is when we went down into the basement, um, when you go to like haunted houses, manufactured haunted houses, and like the whole room is covered in spider webs because the kids that are decorating it just don't know what else to do with their time. So they take that cottony stuff. And that did not touch how many spider webs. Active, very strong spider webs were just completely covering the the entire basement. And, like, when I say that, I honestly, sincerely did not know that places really got that overrun with spider webs. You see it in movies, but you think that's ridiculous. Like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Whatever, or when he's running from the big rock or whatever, it's like, wow, that's a lot of spider webs. First of all, that wasn't enough. The spider webs in those scenes are not enough spider webs. <laughs> Second of all, um, it was it was very disturbing to wonder what the ecosystem was that would that would supply that that level the, that number of spiders. What is spiders eating down here? Right, that they
1: can build these thick webs. <laughs> yes, these very healthy spiders. Very healthy
0: spiders. Very healthy webs, and they were everywhere. Like really, honestly, no joke. Had nightmares about this place the next day. Um, the next night so the 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 level of work that needed to be done was probably beyond me but in addition whatever was down in that basement was like a whole other adventure that I just wasn't sure I was willing to take on whatever I was gonna find down there was not gonna be pleasant
1: but you always remember whatever it was is probably more scared of you. <laughs> those, than spiders, you are of it. those
0: spiders were not afraid of anything. That was their domain. I was going into their house. And uh, if they felt like they needed to get rid of me, they would have. So if you're ever driving down the freeway or if you're ever driving in a neighborhood and thinking, like, oh, I wonder what it's like in that old, like, I wonder if we could just buy that and repurpose uh, it, we'll post some pictures. I took some pictures as I was walking through. And this is, I think, one of the punchlines here at Connecticut Show. We're going to post it to our blog. We're not going to post it to our blog. We are going to tell you we will. We will have good intentions that we will. And we never will. If you actually want to see the post, uh, we do tend to post them out on Insta. Um, Mostly our blog is just the old shows. One day, though, we're actually going to use the blog. But that was my experience in in that old house. Here's what I thought was interesting, though. Coming out, talking to the agent. Mm -hmm. I asked the agent, like, okay, so what other areas would have homes like this? And by the way, are you allowed to tell me which cities are good cities or bad cities based on, like, um, your personal opinion versus, um, like, what would be considered safe? What would be an area that I would find a good investment in? And he's like, no, I can't tell you that. Legally, I'm not allowed to tell you that.
1: Oh, boy, there we go.
0: Um, and he called it. I think he called it leading. Have you heard anything about this? Leading, no. Have you heard anything about the fact that it I, is, it is? I don't know. I I think he said illegal, but at the very least, it was it was a code of ethics that the real estate agents yeah, were following, sense. saying we will not tell you to or to not buy in a neighborhood.
1: It makes sense. It, got, it leads to redlining, and that's how you would segregate neighborhoods in general. Help so me understand redlining. Yeah. So they had these maps, more or less, and they create these um, borders. And in the red areas, those were areas where black people stayed at, that were deem risky investments or 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 poor investments or um, they they were deemed as dangerous. And again, it helped again create those borders, but really. It, segregation like so, so even when segregation was deemed illegal they still had these laws or still had these ways that they segregate neighborhoods so if I came looking to go into a neighborhood maybe maybe a greenwich back in the day if i'm in that neighborhood they're gonna push me to you know a part where they think I can afford it or partly where they don't think I'll bring down the property value. If I'm white, they're gonna push me. Or if I, or if, especially if I have to make a certain amount of money, they're gonna push me to the, the the other areas outside of those red lines. That's how that's how it was. Um. So again, that makes sense of why the real estate agent said that, or because I would say it probably is illegal, and that's probably what real estate agents did. You
0: you think that this kind of code of ethics. Like again, I don't know if it's actually illegal. I got the impression it was. You think it's in response to redlining. And is that the correct term?
1: Redlining. Yeah. Okay. I would say yes, but it still it still happens, so cuz I think it, it is it is illegal, but uh people still still it, practice
0: highly. It does still happen, and I will um not speak to this agent who was Um, great. And first of all, I would just note, I don't think you like can look up who my agent is, but the person that showed me the house was not my agent. That person could not make it. Um, So there was like a fill in that met me at this place. And then in addition to that, I would say even this next part wouldn't directly reply to that, uh, apply to that person. However, there have been moments where I've said, but like, really, are there areas you would tell me not to go to? And then it's that second follow-up question where they're like, well, I wouldn't go to East Hartford. Interesting. I don't know much about East Hartford. Um, it has been described to me as as a poor area. And I, I, that, that's not true. I've been into East Hartford several times, but like just to get gas going through to go to wherever. And that's where the football field is at, that, UConn. Plays. UConn is in East Hartford. Mm-hmm. And then, is, do the Yard Goats play in East Hartford? No, they're they're in Hartford. Okay. Um, it was also told to me like the place right behind the Yard Goat Stadium. That's that's a neighborhood probably want to stay away from buying in. Again, not from these agents. Um, but it, it has been passed on to me in, with a with a little not not a wink, but just a don't tell anyone. I'm telling you this kind of mm-hmm. thing.
1: Um, do you know anything about those areas? Uh, East Harford is considerably more black than the, like where we're at right now The stores and um, black and brown. I would say a large, a large um, Hispanic or Latinx community there, also. Uh, and again, across the road in West Harford, it is a larger white population and more and more, more affluent.
0: You You were in West Hartford recently.
1: Tell me about that. Uh, It's a it's a pretty nice town. Uh, We were at uh, I think it's called Blueback Square. I always forget the name of it, but that's a little little place where again a lot of stores outside. I don't mean to stop you. Blueback.
0: No, no, no. I, I have no idea if you're right or wrong. What I am right or what I am sure about is whenever we were talking about Fenway Park, and we talked about the wall. Someone told me we both got it wrong, so I'm gonna look that up while you finish the story. I'm gonna guess you have it wrong just because you and I have a history of getting the name wrong. But what did you just call the? what is it the neighborhood that you're describing as? Nah, it's a
1: it's an area. It's like a shopping area in West Hartford. And and what's it called? Blue is it Blueback Square? I have no idea. I'm
0: getting nervous now that you're googling over there. I'm I'm googling Fenway Park because the person corrected Uh, me, and I'm confident I'll still get it wrong. The green monster. I thought we did say the green monster. Apparently we did not say Um, the green monster. Okay, so uh, correction from a previous episode, the wall at Fenway Park is called the green monster. The shopping center at West Hartford is called? The green pig. Right, (laughs) glad we had that correction. No, 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 go, um, what did you call it though? The blue something? Blueback Square. Blueback Square in West Hartford and um, nice town, right? Nice town. Nice, nice it's, shopping area.
1: It's nice town. It's nice shopping areas. We were able to go to a lovely restaurant uh, that served pretty good tacos and, you know, we hung out there it was a friend of mine's birthday. So we got that. We got to go hang out, do our old people hang. So we went there and it is it nice. It's a, this little area, where you could do some bar hopping. There There's definitely probably a lot of college kids out that night, and and some younger, sexier people like me that were out, also. So college students and younger, sexier people like me, remember. And we got the we got the, you know, do the little do the little stroll. Went to a place called the Bunker. Shout out to the Bunker. Not my speed, but the Bunker was the Bunker. It was oh, it was a basement. That didn't feel bunker ish, but it was cool. But they did have some big letters that said the bunker on the wall when you got down there. So that was. Did so you have like arcade games? It had some pool tables and a bar. Pool table. All right. I'm looking which at. Is, which is all you need in the bunker.
0: I'm looking at places called the bunker, and a lot of them have like the old 80s style arcade cabinets. You didn't see any of those there? No, no. I was high. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what? You know what it needs. If I'm looking at the right place, are the pinball games? Just the old, beautiful. Oh yeah, that would be. It. We gotta get house. you. We'll find you one. Thank you. That is the goal? It, it would absolutely that, go in that two hundred thousand dollar mansion.
1: Um, you're at the bunker. Why the, the bunker? Of all the places, is there like some history there? Is it a popular? No, nah, In all honesty, besides not being high for real, I was just with friends. And we dated that. It was the places they were picking. So we went down and you you go downstairs like. It's in a little basement, so but it seems like a cool spot, you know. Bar again it seems like a lot of bar hopping in West Hartford, um, but it seems like a really cool place if you are in that age, like twenty one to twenty late twenties, or even again, even older. It's just it's a lot of activities out there to do in that in that square. Like there's a cheesecake factory right around the corner, so it's a good it's a it's a cool little town you are just outside of your late 20s. Did you feel comfortable there or was it like clearly a, a kind of student vibe? Oh, no, you felt you felt comfortable. Okay. Again, again there, there's a professional vibe there also I would get. Like if you got there, the happy hour scene, because we got there probably around six or so, six or seven, and I felt like there's a happy hour scene and then um, by the time we got the restaurant, there are people out and walking down the street, Have you know, it Ch- looks cute. Chilling. Looks cute. The town yeah. looks cute. Yeah. Now, nah, it, it, um, it's not again. And some other, still, so it's a mix of just restaurants and and some stores, like um, what do you call them, novelty stores? Um. Yeah. So, like, was Savoy Craft
0: Bar and Pizzeria there? And yes. Okay. So I, I'm looking yeah, at yeah. this now, and I just want to make sure I'm looking at the right place. So it's got. It's clearly like this street has been designed for you to be able to walk down it with minimal yeah, traffic, absolutely. and and for you to in, enjoy an evening in that area. Yeah, yeah. all
1: all the stuff is you, you just more or less if you're in that area, once you pull in, you're you're probably parking,
0: right? It's exactly.
1: Not, it's not a drive this drive the store place. It's uh kind of what you're saying. Uh, it's the
0: kind of place where like the the guards the the street guards so that you don't go off the lane right like if you were to fall asleep and then they have the cement blocks so you don't go flying right. into the other lane those all have beautiful uh murals on them and like fish and aquatic things to make it look cuter it's that kind of town where someone put effort into like every square inch of this to make it feel like a really welcoming place
1: right is that accurate yeah that's absolutely. what the pictures look like it, that's what it is yeah it's made the walk yeah and you had a good time. Yeah, yeah well uh, yeah, good time, good time. I don't know if it was the Friends or whether it was West Hartford. I feel like I feel bad now because you know your man tried to mention West Hartford, give it a shout down. No, West Hartford is nice. Excuse me. Well, East Hartford. East Hartford is the one that got the kick in the teeth. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, he tried to shout down East Hartford. And now I'm giving West Hartford a shout out. But but overall Still, it was, it, it's a it's a nice vibe if you go there and you, again, you can hang out. I'm going I'm to derail. I'm going to come back. This whole redlining thing got me mad right now. I'm going to derail and I'm going to come back. For and our, gentrification, but you, go ahead.
0: For our 20th episode, listeners, if you've listened to this show and you have a favorite clip or a topic that you thought we got entirely wrong or some controversial thing that you want us to revisit and see if we have changed our minds please let us know. Email us at info at connecticut.show or um, however else you can get. Now, if you go out to connecticut.show, there's a, an email form you can fill it in. The reason I'm bringing this up right now, one, that's next week or maybe two weeks. I don't know if we're changing our cadence mm-hmm. of the show. Um, but for the 20th episode, we kind of want to look back and talk to some of those things. But um, the reason that this is coming up in my mind right now is one of my all-time favorite clips from the show that I'm remembering is when I first mentioned that people of West Hartford call West Hartford Weeha. Oh, gosh. And and your reaction to that still cracks me up. Like, you just started cracking up. You're like, don't, yeah. don't call don't. it they Weehaw. It. Please <laughs> yeah. stop calling it Weeha. Don't do that anymore. I, the person that uh, told me it was called Weeha, I, I cut out a 20-second clip and just sent it to them because it still cracks me up. Um, and I don't know that we've ever actually verified that people call it Weehaw. It may have just been total hearsay.
1: I did ask some people there and some, um, some people around here and some people from there, and it is in fact called Weehaw. And I was like, why? And they're like, you know, West Hartford. <laughs> West Hartford, Weed and High. I love that they like, were
0: explaining it to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the why I meant. <laughs> it's <Like, that's> a <laughs> Weehaw. I, I should not makes it sound like a place I should never go to. Wee Haw. Yeah. So
0: like even even like just now I'm getting like the rodeo reference, mm-hmm. the Wee Haw, mm-hmm. and I'm sure what they're really going for is like the the city reference, like the Soho and um
1: yeah
0: kind of the different neighborhoods in New York, right? That's probably what they're trying to to mimic. Um, i have no idea. I, you know what I do know? That yeah, the first time you say Wee Haw, that you think of Weehaw. a rodeo. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who says yeehaw, but there it is. Um, so, if you are a fan of Weehaw, we would love to hear from you as well. Both the place and the uh, phonetic acronym—is that how you would say it?
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's also a really nice private school that I could probably not afford to send my kids to, right next to Blue Guy Square. There are there are nicer. Um, Schools there
0: in Weehaw.
1: Oh, I, I, I was know. just saying
0: that to see if I could get a reaction. If I if I went all in on the Weehaw, just casually said it, but nothing, not even a blink.
1: And uh, that's why East Hartford is way cooler. It, it uh, might be. Look,
0: if um, but you're saying that yard goats are not. They're yard goats are in Hartford. Yard goats proper, are in Hartford. So, but, but like, the Yukon stadium for the football games is in East Hartford. East Hartford, right, correct. What else is in East Hartford? Let's talk that up. Like why are we talking about Weehaw when East Hartford is East Hartford where the Mark Twain mansion is?
1: That's in Hartford also. That's also Mark Hartford. Mark Twain proper. and Beecher Stowe. We gotta go check that out. I have I've been outside. I've never actually done the tour. Excuse me. Yeah, Harriet Beecher Stowe, excuse me. Yeah. You've not you've not done the tours either, I assume. I have not done them. Okay. I did go to the Nathan Hale place one time. We went to the Nathan Hale place one time. That well, was you, you and me. Daniel Webster. Why <laughs> did I say like Nathan Hale? Wait, wait, wait. Daniel Webster? Yes. What where is that? It's a at? Daniel Webster museum or something down down in Hartford. And it's apparently not too far from those two houses. All right, fair enough. lot to do in Hartford. Although he actually did say Hartford proper
0: this one person I spoke to that I have no affiliation with at all anymore. Uh, but this one agent I spoke to also said Hartford proper is a place he would stay away from.
1: Yeah. Again, I think same thing. Probably the same connotation as uh, as as East Hartford, right? Which is funny. It, it's uh, I know they said somebody referred to Hartford being one of the, a food desert, so one of those areas. Okay. A lot of that is. Go ahead. When I first came here,
0: I was staying in Hartford to just kind of check out the area. And I remember I just wanted to walk somewhere and like get a taco or something or a burger or and I remember walking for a long time, just mm-hmm. walking around Hartford and there was nothing. Right. There was there weren't like for all of the big like insurance buildings and banks that are there, the kind of industry that's there. I could not believe that there were not rows of restaurants to accommodate the people coming out mm-hmm. for lunch. I was shocked that Hartford was just not a place that had a lot of uh, nightlife, or and it's also it seems like a place that shuts down about eight o'clock at night every night
1: too. It doesn't. I've I've been to Hartford before also and um, hung out there. It's again stuff in stuff in Hartford or in Connecticut in general does close earlier than you would think. Yes. Like I think for again we the northeastern cities and again new york you think boston when they're closing they're closing early nowadays also but you would think you could go out like the capital of connecticut which is between these two big cities but they don't they're not trying to you don't have to worry about Hartford trying to keep up but you know 130 hits and you're 30 minutes away from shutdown you know who I want on or, the show, or earlier, like restaurants and stuff close extremely early, like the ones that are in, that are in Hartford, because there's a couple on like the Main Street across from the XL Center. Yeah, but comparatively, for what you th- would think it would be, it, it is not. But it, so somebody, somebody said though, it's because it's one of those cities where more people work there, but nobody stays there. Sure, fine. If more people work there, they
0: still got to get lunch, right? Like, I still, I still don't know where you actually go get a bite. Um, I want someone on the show to explain to us why Hartford, which is between Boston and New York, why Hartford never became a much larger, more established city. Like, how if you have that traffic going back and forth and you're right in the middle, what did you do wrong as a city to not be able to... capitalize on that
1: you have to look this up but i think that was dating back to the to the founding of when the the colonizers came i declare this city unimportant is that what happened something like that yeah
0: (laughs) no it was it was religious um oh you think it was a puritanical
1: we want to keep people out of here i think it absolutely is that's the history Uh, of it sweet Jiminy, because of how they wanted to be the people in connecticut were more did you say purist uh, I was just saying the Puritans. I imagine Puritans. Yeah. Up. <laughs> Puritan sounds up closer than what the Purist, but uh, on but the, the water, they they thought
0: there. they were the Purists, so I think it all yeah. works. But yeah, I think the yeah. word was Puritanical, but just like the idea that no one else, we don't want people coming through here. We want to keep this area, um, yep. dedicated to Christ or
1: whatever. Yeah, and when they and they talking about like you know. Of course, big ship time during this time. So they're talking about the boats coming through like the New Haven area in New York. And it was a time where they were talking about trying to make it bigger. The people who were here didn't actually want that. They didn't want that influence, the negative influence of the city, which they thought was evil. And they wanted to keep it more like a, you know, haven, like New Haven. Not, High five uh, Puritans. But. Thanks. You're it didn't, again, so people, we developed, witches and we made money, ruin in Harvard. of course, then uh, the funny side about that is, you know, they also want to make their own money, so they made their money, and How'd they make their they didn't money? Did become big? I forgot that part. I have to look that up.
0: Because like when you said that, at first I thought you meant they printed their own money, like they came up with their own currency, but you were saying somehow they still had this capitalistic ideal. Yes.
1: And they still were able to to capitalize on, on whatever that trade was. Uh, I don't know about the trade. See, I have to look up more of like how they made their money. I think, I think it was like making clothes or something like that. Fair enough. But that part I could be wrong on. But I would say that is why that this Connecticut area is a little slower than those two areas. It might be more than that. Maybe people really just didn't want to stop in this part. Okay. Well, thank you. Amistad didn't want to stop here. They wanted to be somewhere else. Who? Amistad. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You know that movie? I do know the movie. Okay. All right. Well, you know the story then? Okay. Just, I, was I going do. On. I right, do. I go. Go. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just
0: making sure I had that right. Um, with that said, and maybe that's that's probably a pretty
1: interesting episode in and of itself, but... the um, Makes me go back to and I think that's a fine episode. History. History, History of it. The sad thing is... With that, to be honest, we're, we're redlining and how you see all these things come full circle is, it's it's also an ingenious ploy. Um, very very evil. But when people say, oh, this it just when you say it just happens to happen, it's like yeah, it didn't happen to happen. They intentionally sat down and did this, and they intentionally, of course, go back and buy that lower property values because once it starts gentrifying it's you know it's going to be higher than West once they rebuild it right because that's that's the pattern happening right now and everywhere with re gentrifying and everything and I've noticed that there by
0: the river they are actually starting to rebuild that they're starting to make those nicer parks and they're selling apartments there for a pretty decent chunk for for right. th- it to be an area not to not to look at i was surprised at the prices that they're starting to charge uh and again right by the river i think they're trying to like redo that so it's a much nicer area i don't i don't really know what happens next with that but it does seem like there's some effort to to follow
1: exactly the path that you just stated right and then and then of course the the people who were there who were lower socioeconomic and um Black and brown people, they're going to be, you know, unless unless they are in in a the high, higher money range, they're going to have to leave because they can no longer afford the place that people are saying is, you know. They will have to leave you because the property taxes go up? Is that what happens? You just get pushed out. People buy them out. It's almost like a lot of times, eminent domain with some of these things to me. Like there are some people who just have their homes and they'll hold out, and I always kind of, I hate it, but I applaud them sometimes because they could take their money and go. But eventually, yeah, ta- either taxes go up or for renters, that's the bigger thing. Right. Right. Because a lot of people don't own their properties in these areas. They're they, renting. They raise their rent. Of course. Of course. And, okay. That makes sense. You know, out, out, tear it down, build it up, bring this money in. I mean, it's... It's sad. It's sad. And I can see that happening again. And with a conversation like this, it always seems like nobody wants to talk about that or it won't be acknowledged. It's like, this is, it's just what it is. And then rejuvenation happens. And then you hear the other, the other part of like, well, people are making money. And it's like, if you paid somebody $50,000 to leave, or if they had a house that you bought out, that was again, you gave them 300000 Remember, you just stopped the episode. Like, well, where are they going to move to now? You gave them $300, right. $300,000. Like, so, because they're not going to be able to buy here anymore. Again, and I know how it works. I know there's mortgages and things, but still, for the money they got, they can't just go out and get another place and and be good because it was really not that much money. And, a lot, and I'm, I'm saying 300000 but I think that's probably me being generous. Right, and then push them out and then again goes back like it's not worth it until we say it it is worth it like that's how we that's how we do in power it's not worth it until we say it is
0: worth it fair enough that's what we do in power I like that I don't like that but no that's that's well uh, brevity I'll give you points for brevity there
1: i can say i can say travis really didn't mean that
0: i, like, <laughs> I did floor not like the, the flow of the show
1: <laughs> i liked how simply you
0: put that that's all that's all. That's, all. that's where i'm going with that speaking right. of greenwich um i went to greenwich the other day i said of the show are you moving to greenwich god no. no greenwich is an interesting place and i would love to hear your take on this so i went to greenwich um and what's interesting about greenwich if you are not from this area if you're listening from outside of new england uh, Greenwich is one of the, and specifically Old Greenwich, is one of, I think, the top 16 richest cities in the United States. And when you go there, you can definitely see that money, right? But you can't. But you also can't, right? That picture I was just looking at of from Weeha, that was nice, right? And I thought that was about the same as like walking down Greenwich um Greenwich's shopping centers are snootier in that like they probably judge you as you're walking down the street <laughs> but it's not like the shops are significantly better they're a little higher they've got a little more um reputation as like a as a as a snootier shop right but I think what you're paying for is the experience to be judged
1: oh I don't I no longer feel like I'm dressed well enough to be here do you think the people who stay in Greenwich in those areas shop at those shops or are those just the shops that they I've have got me and you nothing all nothing for you
0: I do not I mean they must though because well no they probably go in the city like we so I was reading up before the before the show started and there's a lot of hedge fund uh people there's a lot of people that commute into the city right. from Greenwich and there's a lot of Wall Street people that live in Greenwich so there's a lot of money there but but you're right maybe they don't do that maybe they go into the city and there's uh even fancier areas What's interesting to me though is I feel like someone could tell the people of Greenwich, you know, this same amount of money almost anywhere else in the United States would buy you 100 times more than it's buying you here. Right, like this house is fine. This right. house is like a $400,000 house in even a few cities over, even here in Connecticut. But you are paying for the privilege of saying you live in Greenwich. right? And you're not just paying for the privilege of saying you're living in Greenwich. You're paying sometimes $15 million more to say that I live in Greenwich right. to live in the same house. And I, I don't know if they don't know that. Like when you're old money, do you just kind of get complacent and it's like an aristocracy or it's like a, one of those like family areas where that's where we're from and that's where we stay and that's that's class. Mm. I have no understanding of why a place like that someone doesn't turn around and go, you know, we could buy so much more house over there uh, we could buy a we could buy a house where you don't have to use oil for heat you know you, we could buy a house with infrastructure that is so much better than the infrastructure here in Greenwich uh, and we could buy a coastal too it's not like the beaches because the beaches are there are the sound right you're looking mm-hmm. across to Long Island you're not even really getting gotcha. those far beautiful coastal is Can you actually see Long Island from? I, I think you have to. I, don't, I think there's no other way if, if I'm right. Because isn't that where you can't you catch a ferry from there to Long Island? You know, this is one of the questions also. I got it wrong, though. Oh, did you? So? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. So when I was there, I was there for a kite festival, which was really cool. Except I went to this beach that was like this ridiculously snooty beach. Um, where it like it, how's a Snooty Beach the, the, Snooty Beach is like all these rock walls and their clubhouse is like more expensive than our whole neighborhood and, and the clubhouse is probably clubhouse only, like a uh, it's like a you know the beach clubhouse okay. for the okay, neighborhood okay gotcha, got gotcha. you got you yeah i don't know i don't know if they sell wacky wafers and sweet tarts there i don't know <laughs> what happens inside the clubhouse who knows who knows who's cuz i couldn't get in yeah <laughs> no one was inviting me there and it was the kite festival so i didn't know i still don't know if it's generally a public beach or a private beach mm. and it, it may have just been a private beach that they opened up just for the kite festival but there was someone, you know, there was like someone who, as you were driving in, they stopped you and they asked do you have a dog because they didn't want any dogs on that beach. And then then once well, they, you know, up, interrogated you, up. then they let you in. But if she you're stopped
1: from this, you got stop. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we stop our car. Roll down the do window. Do you have a dog? Yeah. You don't have a dog, do you? No. OK, did, go ahead. Did
1: anybody else have dogs that you seen? when I did in, not. Or? I did not see anyone have to turn uh, around. Was there a dog napping that happened? Are they really, just... uh, the... <laughs> Yeah, right. It
0: seemed like they were keeping dogs off the beach. But maybe, <laughs> maybe it was a blockade because a very expensive dog. To right. be fair, the dogs in that area are not pets. They are showcases. They Trophies. are museum pieces. Yes. So, yeah, I guess maybe if a dog had gone missing, that's what they're. You were a commoner. You were just here for the kite festival. It's possible you stole one of the nice dogs and and we're not having that. That actually makes more sense to me now (laughs) than the fancy dogs not being allowed on the beach. There you go. I think you just explained that to me. I try to be a genius. (laughs) California, Florida, you just go to the beach. No one stops you. You just go. You don't have to pay for anything.
1: Again, I've never been to Greenwich, but I would say that's that for the most part everywhere. You go and... Well, excuse me, every beach I've been to, Mm -hmm. but I apparently haven't been to this beach. Every beach that you've been to, like you just go? It kind of is open. uh, Until a lot of times it'll have like until, you know, sunset or whatever, but it's it's still a, it's an open beach. Right. It's just a
0: public beach that you go, you park, you go spend a day at the beach, not here. And I would say not New England. Like my experience in New England is every time you're trying to go to a beach, it like filters you down into some neighborhood where people judge you and if you get past the stairs then you still have to pay for the right to continue to be judged right like i just there's a there's a anyway i felt a little bit of that in greenwich
1: i got to take it to some better places you know <laughs> <laughs> please please cuz i think you go to the beach a lot more often than i do yeah know. we went we've been to the one in Rhode Island in uh, i've been to another it's like a park actually um, on Long Island Sound also but it's still it's a public park C- cool place you, you can't get in the water there but um, and then there's another place where you can get in the water at but the water was too cold and I forgot the name I forgot the name of this one also it's like a old uh, I want to say like it's like a big brick wall in the background really nice but public I, I'll find out the name of those places and say them next time but. yeah please do I'll note there are people that
0: love this. Like to me, it feels so unnecessarily class based. It feels so unnecessarily haves and have-nots. Right? There are some people who just really dig it. Like they love the whole idea that there is a a fancy private beach that they're going to, and that makes the experience better. Right. I that's just not a philosophy I easily
1: I, attach but to. But private golf clubs. Golf courses? Course, excuse me. I yeah. love public golf courses. I hate golf. Like But I'm just saying though, but the at the private ones that's, right, that's, exactly. that's the feeling you want. Like that's the feeling you want. And there's yeah. there's yeah, there's some of that here. We yeah, we all we all have that club mentality sometimes. Except me and Travis. But you you want to be in that club and then a lot of people wanna be in the exclusive clubs. There is no part of and, me that
0: wants to be then, in any of these clubs. When I was uh, applying for Harvard there was wait uh, we can get there in a second when i was applying for harvard one of the things they did was they talked about their exclusive clubs and if there was anything that made me never want to go to that school ever it was like they were showing the hall of harvard uh people and it's like this is where the romneys are and and, um they're like and you never exchange money you you pay fifty thousand dollars a year to be a member of this club But when you come in, you get your French fries for free because it's not cool to exchange money. Right. And I just thought, I I know that you think you're selling this exclusivity. And to me, all you're telling me is these aren't my people. Like, I can't imagine wanting to hang out with the people that are just so. uh, I don't know that there's no charm to that anymore. Like, we've grown up, haven't we? Haven't we evolved as a society? So we stop wanting to be members of cigar rooms with the with the robes and we we don't exchange money because that's not cool. Like, I feel like we're we're getting close to a place where we're all humans and that's cool and it's okay to hang out together. Maybe I'm wrong, but when I see something like that and that's supposed to be something that attracts me to that thing, I'm like, oh, you're just telling me I'm not your people. All you're telling me is you're someone I don't want to go to lunch with. Even if you're going to pay for lunch, I don't want to go hang out with you because you seem like a little bit of a, of a, of a person that wouldn't like my other friends,
1: right? Whoever they are. But that's why they're selling to you. That, they're trying to sell you that. that that's their, You think about it, If that's, that's your clientele. Right. That's what you're selling. It's Travis sits here with a crimson jacket on now, by the way. But, <laughs> but The people with money will go there. They don't want me.
0: They're not trying to pitch to me because I don't have the money to be their friends in the first place. Right? But,
1: but they're saying you... Regardless, you're a part of this club, and after you finish through, you will be a part of this club and have these connections. To me, and to me, I just think, oh, well, I just don't want to be part of your club then. Right, right. You that's because you get again,
0: like I started off, except me and Travis, except me and Terrence. You guys, anyone listening to this, you you folks out there, you can join our club, whatever our club is. Feel free to join it. Indeed, we'll, we'll send you a T-shirt. Send us this week. Anyone who sends us an email at uh, I don't even know what info at Connecticut.show, we will send you a Connecticut show club. We're going to come up with these t-shirts. You're we a member of you. our club. I like
1: it. I like it. You're a member of our club. You are a member of our club and it's free. You and probably it, can't it, be a member of the other club. I'm, I mean, that Travis <laughs> is not <laughs> yet in. Fact, it's, it's a little more
0: exclusive. I was going to say, ironically, but if you are a member of those clubs, please don't write us. But no, even you're invited. Even you can come hang out with us. All right, where are we at? Where are we at on the hour, Terrence? We're coming up at the top of the hour. How do you want to how do you want to send us off?
1: How do we should we send this off? What do you think? I think we've talked in your mind? a lot about um
0: the different places of Connecticut. We talked about the old timey buildings, uh, some of the, the neighborhoods that might no longer look like the same neighborhoods five years from now. Um, we've talked a little bit about the the quote unquote nicer neighborhoods, the twenty million dollar home neighborhoods in Connecticut. And I
1: think I think how much does a twenty million dollar home thirty look years? Like? Thirty years. What what I'm thinking about the payment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you pay on that house to have it paid off in thirty to fifteen years, depending on which loan you take? That's funny. Um what How do we send? Like, what? What is your takeaway? This is all real estate talk. This is all neighborhood talk. Connecticut's so much more than that. Connecticut is is just such a bucolic, beautiful place. Um, There are some absolutely lovely things to do here. But you like with any place, you can get kind of caught up in the politics or caught up in the um, in the social system of it all. And I think we did a little bit of that here. Maybe we should we should end on something positive. And it was clearly my fault that we did. So you
1: and bring bring us up and out, bring us up and out. Bring us we up are going out. to speak of Hartford, where I like to, where I like going to sometimes. And shout out the East Hartford, you are the better one. <laughs> you're both you're both welcome to our club though. I'll be going to see some Hartford Yard Goat game. So hopefully you all will hear us one day at a game, getting home runs hits. Buy the yard goats into our well into our waters and neighbor Dave's beer.
0: That that sounds like great fun. I'm a huge fan of the yard goats. Uh shout out to the yard goats, absolutely. They they're just the Hartford Yard Goats. Yes.
1: We're averaging three well, we're averaging three games a year right now.
0: The the three of us? Yes. Maybe. By the way, you you're welcome to. Just buy a ticket. If you see us there, give us a wave.
1: Come on over, hang out with us, we'll buy you a beer. I'll buy you two. Terrence will buy you two. No, no. I'll buy you the second one. I mean it just means two together. You get
0: two, because I'll buy you one, Terrence will buy you one. Yes. The the big thing would be that you recognized us and I think just that alone would make us want to buy you, buy you yeah. a beer, but
1: And I also want to talk about the fact that Travis tried to breeze over the fact that he applied and goes to Harvard. They try to work it in the in the every other sentence. I go to Harvard and for some reason they'll just say it all randomly. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll That's get into that done. into another show,
0: uh, and I'm gonna breeze over it just like you said, Terrence. You always you always leave us with uh, with a quote of love and peace. So I'm just gonna say for Travis Poppleton
1: and Terrence Abney and Bomb Bomb bon Vavant. Bon. Yeah, huge shout out to Bomb Bomb Bavant. Bon bon. This is the Connecticut show. Love, peace, and soul. Backwards.